Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. John Esterly with Rare Buzz Effects. John didn't know what to do because usually we have Jared chiming in there, and Jared is un- unable to join this morning, um, ah. and Billy is out. Uh, so um, anyways, you have us goobers here today. Uh, hey, cool. everybody. It's me, Tonovac. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. We're thrilled to death that you're listening to our show yet again, or maybe even for the first time. That's even funner. Funner? More fun? One of those Funnest. things. Funnest. Funnest. Uh, and uh, w- low. And behold, thank you, Tony. Um, sorry, sorry, a little slow on the uptake. Lightning Jones over there. Um, we have a very special guest today. Uh, guest, who are you? My name is Doctor No. Ooh, yes. Uh, we're really excited to have Doctor No on uh, for a return episode. Um, you've heard us talk about the first episode that we had with him in various ways, uh, one of which was uh, that holds the record for the most edits we've ever had to do in a, in a <laughs> podcast. Not having anything to do with the, do- with the doctor, we were just both on absolutely dreadful connections. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was, you know, how, do you recall? I think I told you this at one point. There were yeah. 1,300 segments. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's dedication, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, once I got about halfway, I'm like, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. I might as well finish this thing. Wow, <laughs> shit. It was bad. Hope, it was really yeah, bad. Yeah, man, it was. It was. And now I hope it, it, it sounds better now. Oh, right? yeah, you sound crystal clear. This is fantastic. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Uh, so this should be a lot of fun. It's been several years since we yes, have last talked was. to you. Yes. Um, lots has lots has happened. Lots has happened. <laughs> My English is great today. I think that's how you say that. So it's, it's early. We'll I'm give not a, sure we'll how give you say everybody that in a Mandarin. Break. Onward and upward, everybody. Uh, we have a quick announcement uh, this morning. I want to throw this over to John, John. Esterly. Yes. So uh, we wanted to uh, formally invite all of the Guitar Knobs friends that happen to live in the central Ohio or greater Ohio area. Uh, we are going to have a Pedals and Pints uh, activity on May the 24th, which is a Wednesday from 5 to 8. Uh, our friends at Combustion Brewing in Clintonville are hosting, and there will be seven pedal builders uh, from across the central Ohio area there uh, to show off their wares. So um, you'll have an opportunity to try out uh, pedals and uh, other gear, and um, yeah, we'd just love to see you there. So May 24th, 5 to 8, Combustion Brewing, Clintonville, come see us. Nice. And, and for what it's worth, there's quite a few more in Ohio that are building things, um, we're just, I think, somewhat limited on the space. And this being the first one, you don't, you know, you got to see how this goes, right? Exactly. Exactly. This is something that, uh, you know, a group of us have put together. Uh, if it's something that turns out great, then uh, as Todd said, we're going to invite some of the uh, other builders in the Ohio area to come down the next time. Yeah. Nice. And who knows? Maybe this. So this is only focused on, on guitar pedals. Correct. Correct. Oh, now wow. we we cool. have uh, we have made some invitations. Would to you some... like to come? <laughs> yes, I would, yes I, would, I would love to come. Of course, yeah, it sounds great. 
But uh, we're hoping to have, um, we've reached out to Chase to see if he can provide some guitars that we can use uh, in the demo setup. I don't know if that's going to happen. But, he can uh, borrow some of mine. <laughs> yeah, Tony's, Tony overfloweth. Um, but uh, yeah, it's this this first one is going to focus pretty well specifically on uh, on pedal builders. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so anyways, that's coming up and um, we look forward to that. So. Onward and upward, gentlemen. Yes. The lovely, the Harry Tanya Balonsky. Uh, Harry is true. <laughs> What's going on in your music world this week? Lovely, and we're going to check so in much. with the great doctor. Uh, well, you know, in, my, in, in between reading guitar books and looking at guitar news on the internets, um, I ran across an interesting um, posting, I guess, article. What do, what do you call something like that that's posted on the internet? Content. Content. I ran across some interesting content. There you go. And it's uh, it is the um, the eleven most expensive guitars of all time mm. so far. Okay, I'll put so far in. You're parent. not gonna go through all eleven, are you? Well, I'm just gonna mention them quickly. <laughs> so is that yes. okay? <laughs> so yes. Yeah. So the answer is yeah. I mean, unless you tell me, oh, you can only do the top five. No, 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 no. I, I think it's interesting. Hey. Let's go. Okay, so what what what, what makes 10? them expensive? Uh, the one their sale prices. So they're okay, these yeah, yeah. are uh, generally celebrity owned guitars. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and the, yeah. what they've most recently sold for. So the uh, number eleven it goes to Dwayne Allman's nineteen fifty seven Gibson Les Paul. Uh, it sold for uh, oh over one point two five million. What? Yes. Number ten, David Gilmore's nineteen fifty four Fender Stratocaster. Okay, I can buy it. I can get it. You can get that. I understand that. Uh, Number nine is Jerry Garcia's Wolf guitar. There's that one. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, Peter Green's Greenie. Yeah. Yeah, we know about that one. Uh, Number seven, Jimi Hendrix nineteen sixty eight Fender Stratocaster. Uh. (laughs) Okay. It's a, st- it's a strat. Uh, yeah, it is a strat. That one's especially. I'll buy that one for you, Todd. How's that sound? Number six is John Lennon's Gibson J160E mm. electric acoustic. I'd, I'd buy that one. I'd yeah. buy that for a dollar. I think that there's there's two of these on this list, isn't there? Uh, there might be. Pretty sure. Uh, reach out. Number five is reach out to Asia Fender Stratocaster. Now, this is another strat for Todd that was signed by... Everybody. I mean, you know, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Eric Clapton, Brian May, lots of people. Um, that one uh, fetched uh, $2.7 million. Sakes. Number four, Eddie Van Halen's Hot for Teacher Kramer. This is the... Really? How is that number four? Well, really? it sold for $3.932 million. This is yeah, and this is where it just gets ridiculous, doesn't it? Um, number three, David Gilmore's. I can understand that one. David Gilmore's Black Strat. That mm-hmm. one sold for three point nine seven five mil. It's a Black Strat. I mean, Todd's gonna love on. this one. Number two is Kurt Cobain's Fender Mustang. Oh my God. Four point <laughs> five mil. I don't get it. And number one. <laughs> no, I already know what it is. What is it's it? It's Kurt Cobain's. MTV yeah, unplugged yeah, yeah, yeah. guitar, yeah. six it's a Martin no? over six million dollars, and I know oh. who bought that. Oh, yes, that's the uh, the owner from Road. Road. Oh, okay. Road. Yeah. 
So I, I just found that interesting. I mean, these... I, these are so far out Except of- for the Van Halen one, all that stuff was rubbish. Really? <laughs> really? Agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> what this tells me is there's a lot of people that have too much money and too much time on here's, their hands. Here's the reason why. I'm gonna, just going to throw this out there. And, throw and, it and it's just it's just a point for argument. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, mugging for the camera a little bit here. But, Where's the but camera? But honestly, if you took a picture of each one of those and you put them in a line, there's one that you would recognize. Yes. One. That's it. Yeah. I, which one would that be? Van Halen's Kramer. Yeah. That's it. And so so just based on if you if if the if you're buying it for like you have some deep deep connection to this distraught human who, you know, made up a couple songs or whatever. Oh my god. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um or you're just like like I mean, you walk into a room and you see that it's like Man, that's the thing's gonna be under it's it's gonna be under its own lights, gonna be under its own glass, and you're gonna and instantly everything you know about that's gonna flood back at right back at you, and you're gonna see him on the table, walking down the table, right in front of the camera, doing the bit with the oh man. That's the yeah, business. but what, what what are what are you going to do with it? Are you going to case it like in a glass cage or are you going to play it or and that's and that's I was just going to mention that. I mean, the the problem with the people that are forking over this kind of money is they generally are never going to. Pl- it's going to be no, on this yeah. investment. Yeah, and right. It, and an investment, all yeah. the more reason if that's all you're going to do. Now let's go to the shallow town. Okay, look if 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 you're going to spend the money to have something that says like look at this and it really doesn't look like much. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. I I would say, and you know, I know you're a little bit older. <laughs> Uh, but for those of us that are younger and can appreciate Nirvana, I would argue that. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I was what? But I would argue that the I was the, I was sitting on the curb, uh, waiting to meet Soundgarden to go play with Pearl Jam at uh, at uh, in Hollywood, whilst and at the same time, Whilst. Nirvana still didn't even have their pants on yet. But the, the, the Mustang, I think, for, for folks of my age, is, is the one that's immediately recognizable. That's the guitar that changed the world. Well, that's a pretty big statement. But anyways. Well, anyhow, that's... Uh, that, it's, it's, yeah. it's, when it's I see disagree to disagree. When I see lists <laughs> like this, it always just strikes me as... I'm just a, I'm I'm dumbstruck sometimes as to what people are willing to pay for things yeah. like this. And... Yeah. To basically make the museum pieces, um, there's a there's a Wilco book. Uh, one of the you know it's a, just kind of a it's a, it's a weird book, but it's 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 kind of cool. But one of the uh, photos is of a guitar, and it's uh, the quote is, "If you don't play a guitar, it starts to think it's a piece of furniture." Yeah, mm, there you go. Yep. Let's hey, just for fun, so we can get out of this tailspin of nonsense. And disagreement. Um, <laughs> um, I had this. I had this uh, weird Nigel moment with it with a guy that I know. He was a lawyer, and he bought this really old L Strat for an insane amount of money, and he put it in a glass cage. He, he didn't even play. Yeah, and, and he was like, are, "Are you going to play? Can I? Can I? Can I at least touch it, or can you get it out of the glass cage?" He was, "No, no, it's it's, it's too valuable to play." <laughs> I was like, what? don't even look don't at even it. Look at <laughs> yeah, exactly that. It was yeah. that, that kind of moment. Like, uh, can I touch it? No. Can, can you look at it? No, you can't look at it. It was really weird. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, well, hang on a second. No. Let's, for, for argumentation's sake, if, yeah. if you were going to spend your gobstopping like, amount of money, you, you had a windfall. You won the lottery, okay? And money was no object. No object. And it doesn't matter where or who has this guitar right now. Okay. What would that guitar be? Mm. All right. Uh, let's have to, uh, no, doctor will give you a moment. I think John probably has, the f- I, I'm looking I'm trying to read his face and I think he's got it. It's so I'm, I'm going to start by saying, I'm, I'm sorry that Jared isn't here because uh-huh. that list of 11 guitars, I heard a lot of fenders, but not many Gibsons. There were a couple, there were a couple, but I heard a lot of fenders in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with the top two. I would say for me, Tony. The music that I grew up with, (laughs) (laughs) you know, people of my generation and not. All right, you got to pick one. I'd say the Mustang. Okay. Okay. All right. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Tony. Well, mine wasn't even on the list, but it would be John Lennon's 58 uh, Rickenbacker uh, 325. Ah. That was, I mean, that was the guitar he bought in Hamburg, Germany, and played it through the very early years up until 1963 when Rickenbacker gave him uh, another 325 in black. So that would be it. The, it's now, it started off life as a uh, maple glow or blonde guitar. It was painted black, and now as it exists in, I think it's in uh, the John Lennon Museum in Japan. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's back to its original color. Nice. Nice. Mm. Uh, Dr. No. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I, I, the Grand Funk Railroad used this interesting guitar. I can remember the guitar. Um, it, it, it had a, it was a semi-acoustic, it, something with fret, fretless or something. And it, it, it got a built-in fuzz in it. And I always thought that that's a really unique, um, guitar. And who's, I never. Whose guitar was this? From the Grand Frank Railroad. Oh. Was guy, yeah. And he got this really signature sound. And I, I, I even tried to to find out what kind of fuss he was using in that guitar. I, 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 I never found it, but it was a really, he got a really uh, unique sound. And I was really interested in, in, in buying one of those guitars. There were a couple. They are not popular. They're really underrated. But um, yeah, I thought that that will be an inter- interesting guitar to 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 own and play. That reminds me of uh, Dymel guitars. They've been doing a lot with the onboard electronics, especially yeah. as of late. Um, yeah. And yeah, his his stuff is just mm. really really cool stuff with mm. the, uh, all the art on it and everything, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the other one, if I can mention too. Yes. The other one was Chris Whitley's uh, national guitar that he always played. It is also a really unique thing. He he played really heavy stuff on a national uh, resonator. Uh, I think it was a, I'm not sure it was a tricone or a single cone. I think it was a single cone. But he, he got this really nice sounds and I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. Chris Whitley, but he was like, he's an insane guitar player who never learned to play guitar um, like the traditional way. But And he got some really, really unique sounds out of his uh, national resonated guitar. I also would like to have that one if I 
had a chance. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is we were just talking about, so we at NAM we ran into um, a, lo- a semi-local builder, a state away, mm-hmm. um, Mule uh, Guitars, and he's making resonators, not, maybe non-traditional resonators. So putting okay. resonators in thin line, um, like semi-hollow body guitars and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we yeah. were just talking about like that would... That makes me want to say, ooh, plug that into some kind of a drive, you know, like yeah. an overdrive or something. And man, what an amazing sound could come out of that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. most people just yeah. think of the resonator as like you sit on the porch with your sweet tea and, <laughs> exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. play, so, play no, the slide. No, 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 no. I, I, I love when people uh, don't know how to use their interest, uh, instrument and just figure it out themselves. Yeah. They, they're, there's some really interesting stuff coming out and creative stuff, and like that's it. what I always. And he's a, he's he's one of those pioneers who doesn't know what he was doing, but he was doing it really good. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, I th- so I've been ping ponging back and forth. Yeah. My 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 go to the first thing I thought of, and then I and I started to try to rationalize a little bit. But my it would be Joe Strummer's number one. Okay. Oh, okay. My number okay. one yeah. Telecaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could co-sign that. A hundred, mm. you know. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that all that, and I have like Good two choice. tattoos yeah. kind of dedicated to that. So, oh I, really? I have to oh, go wow. with that. <laughs> oh wow. Um. Anyways, uh, and actually have seen not the number one, but I, it was the he was his sort of number two, and it got like, I mean, mega goosebumps. You just when you can when you can look at an inanimate object and feel completely emotional. That's you know that's pretty cool. That's that's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a rare thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, you probably got that looking at like Lennon's glasses at, at like uh, yeah. at Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, thanks, Tony. That was really great. Um, well, that's it, everybody. <laughs> that was a show. Yeah. <laughs> but but basically, you, you, you basically want to buy the magic now. It's not about the, the piece of wood. It's yeah. about the magic. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what you would like to, to, to yeah. own. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you know, one thing that was interesting about his guitar is he'd put um, his like, set list in an almost like receipt tape writing on, mm. on the, uh, the upper... Um, yeah, that his guitar. yeah his sixty three three twenty five has it still has it taped yeah, onto it. Yeah, and so does the Telecaster. Yeah. Oh, Strummer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so onward and upward, we're going to check in with Doctor and find out what's going on in his music world this week. We're going to get into the pedal building, so don't give it all away. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, I'm working with. On several projects, um, some are pedal related. All there, and they are all actually pedal related, but not necessarily with my with my job. Um, at the moment, I'm working on a pedal board for a friend of mine who you also had in your podcast, Alan Johannes. He's yeah. coming on tour, and I arranged uh, I arrange his tours in Europe. That's another thing that I do. And that uh, came about when I was um, moving his studio in in Hollywood, 11 AD, to his sister's place because he wanted to change. And um, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to 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 uh, play music again." So uh, I was like, "Yeah, 
maybe I can help with with Europe, or maybe I can do something. I I have some really good relations in 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 the Netherlands from my previous life, <laughs> and uh, and but he's coming on tour in uh, September, and we need to do some rehearsals next month when he comes over, and I'm making him a pedal board. So that's what's going on, and um, the other thing is going on. What's going on is I also do some it's it, it basically is a motivational speech for younger children who study at music schools in france oh wow and it's uh not necessarily about pedals but it's basically to motivate children to to find find their own inspiration to to build their own life and create their own um work not necessarily working for the boss but find ways to to discover what what you like to do in life and i like it it's, it's a motivational speech that i do at schools here at music school are you gonna the wear area. the uh the headgear was it are you gonna wear the headgear and the, the whole outfit <laughs> yes in the beginning i do and, <laughs> that's uh, awesome <laughs> yeah in the beginning I do uh, but what is it's 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 like I, I i can't really breathe <laughs> yeah so you're gonna do like a dead mouse thing and take it off halfway <laughs> Yes, I in the beginning I, I I I do that and just just for the uh, yeah interesting very yeah, cool and then uh, and then I have a translator because I my French is not really not really good so I have a translator who translate everything to the people who don't understand English and um, and it's a speech of two hours three hours and um, yeah that's also what I'm working on and wow. The other thing I'm working on is that I want to see what's possible with what's the next thing. You're always busy what, with what's the next thing regarding my work. And right. now I'm working with two violent players. So I really want to discover the... Like angry? Like like violin? Violin. Classical classical plays, but not in a traditional way. One is one of them is Warren Ellis. He's the, the violin player of Nick Cave. And uh, one of them is uh, 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 Italian violin player who uh, uh, also plays in a, in a... Yeah, I think it's a pretty big band in, the, in Italy. Mm. And and we are trying to discover what we can do with fuzzes, with wawas, with other kinds of effects to use them on violin because it's it's a really traditional. It's almost like when you present a a, a guitar effect or a manipulation effect for classical instruments, almost it's, it's almost like cursing in church, you know? <laughs> sure. Because it's because it's and and it's also one of my favorite hobbies to to kick holy houses and see what's what's possible. Uh, that is such a great uh, phrase. That is a really, really great phrase. I like that. That's cool. What's what? What's what? I mean, that almost that, that could be a great pedal. Holy houses, you know, like I mean, yeah, it's it's like I I, I like to we discussed it in the previous conversation as well. I yeah. like to provoke, yeah. So provoke provocation leads to creation. I think, yeah. So so basically, or what incarceration. I, what I, one of the t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, happened before. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I'm trying to do now. So I, I I would like I always want to feel the excitement of creating and also what's possible and if it's possible even in a realm that's that's not 
touched yet or not really touched yet so that's what i'm working on that's that's what's going on in my world i i think you just summed up uh, one of the the if not the key factor for the the pedals you're known for is that it invokes mm. excite excitement every single yeah. thing that you put out invokes excitement so. yeah i hope so yeah that's 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 one of my main main goals because you all know that there's so much going on in instrument world that it's 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 not i'm i never look at what's going on and i i, I basically never look at what other people do because it's it, it distracts me yeah and uh so i would like to keep it in my own space in my own bubble and see what's 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 possible what what's what's exciting you know yeah uh what stimulates provocation and what what stimulates creation and and um yeah that's 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 always my next thing to move on if it's uh, in the beginning it was visual then it becomes concept then it becomes an artist then it becomes uh, uh another another place like violent classical instruments how can you manipulate that and i know that it's a really conservative uh, music world they they only want to touch the natural um how do you say it? the natural uh, uh uh what do you call it um it's like the the analog nature of this. no yeah they, they they just they just learn to play violin or cello or whatever in an acoustic way and, yeah. and not not amplifying or in in a in a i i can't, I can't come up with a word but but it's it's and that's what i like to touch and i tried it but it's 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 basically it's it's really like cursing in church you can't do this it's just like so conservative yeah but guys like warren ellis and uh, rodrigo dirasmo is the other guy they are really trying to to also kick the holy houses and i'm not, i'm not sure if you know warren ellis but he's like raping the violin he's he's provoking to 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 almost demolish the violin in a very unorthodox way and that's right. really really inspiring and and that's what i would like to work with with people that that want to want to create excitement and and danger even yeah that's really yeah. cool yeah i like that that's very inspiring um john so this week i put the finishing touches on a guitar that some of you may be familiar with uh i call it kitty paw um, it is a an Esquire style guitar, so single pickup in the bridge. Um, our friend uh, Telecaster body. Well, it's a Telecaster style body. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with the single pickup, no bridge right. pickup. Um, so our friend Gary at Partscaster did the body for me. It's actually chambered, and uh, the body has a natural knot. Um, where you would normally see an F-hole in a chambered body, so that knot actually acts as the chamber. Um, and then Tony did a uh, kind of a half pick guard. Uh, I did it more as the uh, Esquire prototype aesthetic, um, mm -hmm. but got the finishing touches on it, put it together. It sounds great. So Yeah, it's like a Cabern Cabernita <clears throat> excuse me, style uh, pick guard. Yes, so it's like yeah, the lower like half that. covers the horn. Get the cheese out there. Yeah. yeah, fromage. <laughs> you know what's what's uh, because you're able. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when I first started, just a quick thing you mentioned the fromage. Um, when when 
when I first started to learn a bit of French to go over, because I, I studied there in, uh, in art school uh -huh. in uh, Aix in Provence. And, oh, wow. Uh, okay, cool. Mm. Uh, when I started learning, trying to learn French, right? And low, I mean, I didn't know that the rest of everybody I was going with wasn't even bothering to learn uh, French. <laughs> so, so you became the translator. I did. I was the on-street guy. They're like, you know French. I'm like, I don't know French, but I got us around. But but what was interesting is the two the two two of the first words, uh, one of the first words I was I learned, and the first phrase I learned, fromage. Yes. Right now we say fromage, but it's it, you have to, you're supposed to go like fromage, right? It's oui. the oui. it's the and you don't even pronounce the g e at yeah, the end, right? Fromage, mm. yeah. And then the second the the first phrase, and I and it, it baffled me, it drove me nuts. I'm like, why am I learning this phrase? What is the problem over there that they need me to understand this phrase? And it yeah. was fermer la fenêtre. Now, doctor, what does that what does that translate to? Fermer le. Yeah. Fermer le what? Le frenette. Frenette. Oh, je ne sais pas, man. So it's uh, uh, close the window. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Or is it open the window? Fermer so, le porte. Fermer yeah, okay. le frenette. Yeah. Ah. So it was the frenette, you know. <laughs> Anyways, if you just go firm and left or net, that doesn't work, right? <laughs> yeah, and and the whole thing was it was trying to train my mouth muscles and flaps to do different things that I'm used to. Yeah. But it drove me mad. I'm like, show me. I need to know how to get a taxi, not like <laughs> deal with the window. <laughs> nice. Anyway. So when I was in, in Paris and at yeah. night, a lot of times in doorways, they'll set up a little crepare. Um, and, a what yeah, now? A bathroom? <laughs> Creperie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Creperie. Creperie. <laughs> and uh, so the, the phrase that I learned most was uh, un Nutella crepe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I got good at ordering Nutella crepes. <laughs> that is yes. I, I like the bathroom myself. I think that's a better better way to do that's that. A, that. Maybe that's a nickname for yes. a uh, bathroom in France. Anyhow, um, all right. Thank you, Mister Monsieur, uh, for for that little bit of there stuff. Um, I Todd? well, we are in writing mode in my band right now. We're about to release four singles, and we're going to kind of do mm. them over the next you know one a month kind of thing. Mm. And uh, because that's what Spotify encourages you to do, so we got to kind of roll with that a little bit. Um, and uh, so we're we're in writing mode, and as I've been talking about that that uh, the gold uh, hagstrom that I got it yes. I got like a whole pile of new songs out of it. just that thing what have, you, oh, yeah. what have you nicknamed that guitar now I'm still I'm still toggling it's either going to be Midas yes. because everything <gasps> it touches is turned into gold yeah, yeah. right mm. but I also still really love um, Jerry Jerry oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> it's gold Jerry gold you know so uh, one of those two it's gonna I, I still haven't figured it out yet um, the name will come to me in my yes. sleep so anyways in doing that we're what's really neat is that we're, we're seeing our sound evolve a little bit and I've always been inspired by bands that have been able to do that like 
um, like The Clash and like X, hmm. where they've started and they've they've kept one hand on their root on their like the pole that they started on, and then been able to like get pick up other sounds that help broaden what yeah. they're able to do. Um, and in doing so, I've been paying close attention to a lot of, not even other bands that I've liked, but like, I'm just like dipping into like, um, I have been listening to a lot of black angels lately, um, mm. and like black angels radio. And that's sort of like a dark, almost like, it's like kind of slightly heavier psychedelic kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. not because we're going to make that kind of music, but I'm looking for different things in, in, in drums and in, and in like, um, phrasing and, and, and where they're putting specific signatures and accents on certain things, because th the kind of music we're starting to create is, is, a, is we're branching out. We're getting a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more, um, open to new influences and stuff. Did you learn a fourth chord? Oh, that's me. That's that's. But uh, but Doc, that's are, you are you are you still developing a, a style, or are you still searching for uh, identity, or no, no? And no. that that's the cool thing is like we have that yeah. in spades. Um, yeah, it's it's how do we? You know, I don't want to be stuck there. And yeah. fortunately, I'm not the the actual music that I've been writing so far it's naturally evolving i don't feel like i'm having to like like um mentally try to get myself out of the box it's already getting out of the box and it's already pushing but i need to figure out what goes with it cuz you can't just drag all the same um phrasing and instrumentation along and expect it's going to meet it, it it just won't it'll be anchored back where where it started and i and i want to mm -hmm. evolve that so it's been kind mm -hmm. of a uh, fun little journey are you finding mm. that you're interpreting your old music in a different way? No, or no, just, it's just this naturally is just evolving, kind of yeah. additive to yeah. the. You know, you've got new stuff, and we're more sure uh, who we of who we are. Like where this whole thing started it was like I had a vision, and we totally nailed that thing. But it, it, where we, the tendencies that we've started to to push on, I'm like let let's follow that. You know. Um, little bits that we've started to incorporate in other songs are like, hey, let's push on that wall a little bit. So let's see how far we go without without it becoming something totally different. That's not the point. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, think, mo think of most of your favorite bands have been able to do that successfully. I mean, Queens even has been fantastic at doing that. Um, and hey, you got Beatles, Stones, like all, yeah. the, all the, you know, <clears throat> no, you, have, you have to evolve. Um but you still got to know who you are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But a lot of you also develop an audience, and and in the beginning, when you do things the same way, it's like you you create a certain um, act or a certain yeah. style. People get used to it, and they they expect you to do another thing, yes. which is almost the same, like Sting. Yeah. And uh, uh, for example, but if you, if you if you from the beginning when you evolve and do whatever you like. That's a really that's a really good way to go, and it's always it attracts a certain audience, right? And, yeah. And you 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 want to connect with the audience, so it's really important that you find your style that connects with your audience, and not doing the same thing always. 
Uh, a good example for me is Motorcycle. I don't know if you know that band. I think it's a Scandinavian oh. band. But it's a really interesting band. They never make the same record again. So it's it's the, you never know what to expect. They produce like crazy. I think they almost do like two or three even, three records uh, a year sometimes. Wow. And it's always different. But it's always motorcycle from the first note that you hear from the new record. And that's really, that's really for me personally, that's really exciting. For uh. other people, for other people like to... Like the comfort or the the security of Motorhead, for example, that's always the same. It's always safe, and there's an audience for that as well. But yeah, I think it's really important that you are the audience as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Is that um, motorcycle? Is there an umlaut over the Y? It's a motorcycle, <laughs> psycho. It's no, no, it's not. It's, 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 it's not motorcycle. It's a, it's, it's a motor, motorcycle. Motorcycle. P S Y C O. That's really cool. So there's three O's to uh, to put umlauts over. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extra umlauts. That's, 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 that's Braille at that point, isn't it? I think that reminds me of a of a T-shirt I just saw. That's uh, it's for, it's for the ultimate snob T-shirt. It says, "I like their earlier stuff better." <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. That's great. Or I like the original one. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, we we need to. Uh, uh, give a quick shout to one of our show's fantastic sponsors. Yes. Um, and it just so happens I'm in the midst right now of, I, you know, on the last episode, I, I mentioned uh, I got this uh, new Fender pedal board. Yeah. And I spent last night kind of like going, okay. And, and I, I kept – I. I was looking at the blank one. I'm like, I should go get some water. And I went, I went up to the stairs. And then I was like, oh, I should open this bag of sweet water candy. And then I was like, there's something daunting about tearing into a whole new board and all the Velcro and all this stuff. And I was like, and I was excited about it. But I was also a little bit daunted by it. One of the reasons is because I wasn't sure if I had all the right cabling. Ah, oh, yeah. Todd. Now, I, for the most part, the saving grace. Do you of mean this, the patch cables? The patch cables. That's exactly uh, yeah. right. And I have all Tour Gear Designs patch cables. Um, Smart move. And they've, I have them in a whole bunch of different lengths. My problem is that I don't have as many in some of the odder lengths that I think I was going to need for this. Um, because I'm doing some more interest. I'm not just going pedal to pedal to pedal to pedal. It's like I have sort of a central brain in the jhs uh switchback mm -hmm. so it's turning into this sort of it, it almost looks like a magnetic bloom a bloom of, of uh patch cables there <clears throat> so uh i i got almost all of it done it is working but i realized i have some stress points where i'm just i'm it's not good to have the, the uh, cable uh, stressed out this much like mm. you know so uh i have to order some new ones i know where to go do you yes where tourgeardesigns.com oh perfect you can buy of course oh my goodness any virtually any length all the lengths i need lengths that you need yes. including that just a little bit longer so just it doesn't stress the cable out or in an s shape instead of a c shape but you know what's better what these cables are flat 
Yes. Like a crepe, if you yes. will. Flat. <laughs> yes. Sorry. And the, like the, the, the and the and the plugs are just teeny tiny. They're they're basically the size of the actual jack that's on they your are. pedals. It's fantastic. So you got space saving, you got flat cables. Yeah. Oh, did I mention that they're relatively inexpensive? Yeah, they are incredibly inexpensive. And here's another thing about that. That Fender pedal board has got two, it's got two jacks at the top yeah. where you are two holes for um, input and output jacks. So you can put the auxiliary ah. style, like the solder, <laughs> solderless, solderless uh, ones in there. Um, now, if you're doing that, you're going to need a cable oh, yeah. that runs underneath that's long enough to get to your lead and your exiting yep. pedal. Yep. And that's one of the great things about the, the Tour Designs uh, patch cable. So, How about Tour Gear Designs? What did I say? You said Tour Designs. I did? Yes, I you did. I was just so excited. Sorry I know about you were. that. But you know, Todd. Yes, if, I do very well. Fill up that shopping cart. I will. TourGearDesigns.com. Fill it up. There's a, you'll see the do, they also, do they also ship to Europe or... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's a. It's a. I need. Some, it's I, need a I need. I need a lot of uh, patch cables. Oh. Really. Re I mean, legitimately, everybody on the on our show uses them, and I. Anybody that I've played with has said, "What's that?" And I told them, and I. And they get it. You just get it. You pick it up. And you're mm. like, "This is so smart." Yes. Yeah. But there's one thing more because. At your checkout, yeah, there's a little box that says coupon code. If you type in the guitar knobs, that makes sense. All one word, all lowercase. You're going to save an extra ten percent. Indeed, and these are already reasonably priced cables. Very, you're going to love them. Reasonably priced. Load up the cart. I all challenge the you to sizes. find something more reasonable in life. I'm worried it would take a long time to ship. It does not. It takes zero. Well, not zero time. But relatively, quick. relatively, yes. they ship out of Canada, yes. uh, here to the States. I think it was two or three days later I got mine. Maybe to Europe it might take a week. Maybe not. Mm, who I'm, knows? I'm sure they've got uh, some distributorship set up over there maybe. I don't yeah. know. Okay. They just follow the Gulf Stream. Anyways, uh, thank you so much uh, to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring um, our show, and specifically our Four on the Floor, which we're going to forego right now because we have so much to talk to with Dr. No. That being said, Doctor. Yes. Uh, you have been very busy, uh, especially as of late. Um, yes. Get us, uh, get us hip to what you've been up to. Um, what's your big release that you just uh, been working on? Uh, the last couple, the four years actually. Four years I worked on a on a. I wanted to do something with 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 an idea that I had with magic and, and occult and stuff that I liked at the moment. It's always the it's always a time that uh a time frame that I'm interested in, in in some subjects and I want to implement that in in uh, in what I do. And I was uh working on a project called Sorcière. <laughs> right. Uh it means wizard or witch in French. And uh it was uh, exactly at the time of the transition that I made from the Netherlands to France, and um, the environment inspired me. There's a lot of um, history here where I live that also connected with the the the, the, the mindset that I had, and uh, it basically were three pedals uh, that came out. One was a fuzz called the Necro Fuzzicon that was made in a book. Um, the other one was, uh, and that, that, uh, that, uh, relates to the, 
Uh, Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. The Book of the Death. Yeah. But it was... Uh, um, and um, at the same time, Alan asked me to to um, work with a uh, guy from um, the UK who was building a base for him, and uh, he wanted to have a uh, some sort of a booster in it. Not really a travel booster, but a simple booster inside the base. So I developed that for him and for the guitar builder, and um, but. Uh, he also wanted to have it in a pedal, so I was. Uh, it was basically. It, it's it's basically it, it it gets more out of your instrument. Well, you where you when you think you know your instrument, your amps, your your guitar. Um, when you put in the gin, it was called. It is called. Uh, then it gets more out of the elements, more out of the guitar, more out of the amp that you didn't recognize before. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and uh, that was uh, the second part was the gin, and the other part was the D book. That was uh, uh, based on a Jewish myth of um, basically also a genie, and it, that became a, a very difficult project for me personally. It was a, a, a light bulb based uni vibe. Uh, that I always wanted to build one time. It's not really exciting because there are a lot of univibes out there, but I want to build my own. And uh, so, yeah, I made three pedals and uh, that came out as a series, uh, like collect them all kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, th that's what I did. And uh, after that, I immediately started with uh, Kukulkan. It's called, it's the it's the Wawa Fuzz Boost a device that I'm creating with the violin players that's also for guitar but uh, but mainly the inspiration is coming from uh, the violin players mm. and uh, can, can I ask you a quick question sorry. about the, the, yeah. the Saucier um, yeah. which is not the person who makes the, the sauce in the restaurant Just I, I know I'm butchering the, the, the stuff mm. it's mm. Saucier yeah, sorcière. Yeah. Sorcière. Um, sorcière. Yeah, sorcery. I think yeah. of sorcery. Yeah. So, aside, was there was there some other influence? Because I know one of the things that we've talked about in the past, and just even uh, mm. as we've talked to each other on the phone and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we are very keen to the things that are impacting our mind yeah. and our I know environment. Where you, I, right? know you wanna go, I know where you want to go. Yeah, that's true. I, I was. I think everyone was inflicted by what happened in 2020. So the music industry stopped. We couldn't play anymore. There was this. We couldn't see for what was going on with the with the pandemic, and it it it, it was it it had a really big impact on me, but also a lot of impact on my friends who are professional yeah. musicians. Yeah, and we spoke about that, and some people were getting really. Uh, they didn't they didn't really it it basically uh, demolished their bubble mm. of being a musician and uh, like every musician i think and or every creative artist creates this bubble and uh that kind of made it break that bubble mm. and it was a really weird time so it was uh it, i um it's not really 
nice to talk about, but it's, it was a really dark time for a lot of musicians and uh, uh, for me as well. Because uh, I, I personally, I, I did very well because business-wise, but it's not about business in my case, but business-wise, a lot of people at that time bought pedals because they wanted to do experiment inside yeah, or yeah. what, yeah. So, so business-wise, it was really profitable, but it wasn't really... <laughs> This was that wasn't really what I was hoping for. Sure. I wouldn't. Tra- I would trade that for anything uh, um, if the, if if that didn't happen. But yeah, so that also brought me in a not really positive state of where is this going? And um, it was and nothing was clear. And I would like to see some end stage. You know, okay, so this is where we're going. This is what's going to happen, and then it's over. And that was that wasn't the case, and that influenced a lot of musicians. That also, uh, personally, I know a, uh, some people who um, ended their life in that stage. That was really mm-hmm. dark, yeah, uh, because of there was no future in sight. So, and that also influenced me to 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 okay. What it's always for me. It's always what I'm going to do with this feeling. I have to express this. I have to give it a a, 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 a a place. So that's always what I do. If it's something about this really fun or colorful or um, or even this event was which was which wasn't really colorful. So I, I had to put this thing in a box, literally um, speaking and, and I I I, uh, I uh, used the negative dark um, period into making something cool, and that was try. Uh, that was that was that was that was that was the, the the starting point of all. But it was four years ago. I even started before there was even a pandemic in sight. So, uh, but it really um, skyrocketed it when 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 it happened. So it was really everyone. I think I'm not. I can't speak for everyone, but uh, for me, it really put me in a closed environment. So, what I'm going to do now, and that 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 came out. So, for me, it's it's a really positive uh, outcome and a creative, and also a, a different approach of a creative process. So, yeah, that that's 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 also a part of what it, what uh, it seemed what, to be. What, Maybe one of your more, um, I mean, you, you have, you've done some pedals that um, have gone farther than others as far as the creative um, output, mm. right? So, like, you, you yeah. came, you know, when we were talking about um, uh, Moon Canyon, it was like, you know, there was a lot that went into that before you even put, you know, the, mm. the circuits together. So yeah. this seems to be even, or even like the, the Troy Van Leeuwen or, or, or yeah. Johannes or anything like that. Yeah. This one went way farther than that. Yes, it's, it's two different things because the what you mentioned with, with Sarah Lipstate or with the Moon Canyon or the DVL series with Troy or Dave Catching pedal with, with the Roadrunner, I... I I, I um, emphasize in, in, in the subject, in my muse, if you would like to call it. So yeah. it's an external thing. But now I had to turn to myself because I didn't have a muse. And and, and, and basically the situation oh, brought me to 
basically the situation brought me to uh, okay what what do I want to say mm. and not not translating the the subject so basically what I what I what I also like to do is translating the subject's mind uh, DNA if you like to call that or uh, musical DNA is better I think uh, and and what's what's how can I translate a musician with a certain style and a certain character into a uh, object mm -hmm. that's that's all that's that connects concept wise with the person visual and technical mm -hmm. so it's three things but now i have to count on myself because i also would like to do work when i want to create something for myself it's never it's never an audience that I create for I always create for myself what would I like to say about a subject or a muse or what would I like to say about the the time frame that I'm living in um, regarding the things that interested me at that time mm -hmm. so that's 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 always the the translation part of my work that's my expression if I can also make a painting if I could paint but yeah. I, I, I make guitar pedals and that's my way of expressing also it's not like I create for okay what what does the audience need what what is what right. is what is popular pop, popular or I never look at that that kind of things I always look okay what what what's 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 going on in my world what would i like to hear what would i like to see right. which bridges would i like to create um uh, were, and, were, and, were there any yeah. books or movies that were um and especially um influential in that time period not necessarily having directly core cor, uh, direct correlation to the pedals but that that was also no. a time when everybody as you were just simply saying is like we yeah. all turned in inwards yeah yeah to, to be to be honest i never get my inspiration out of a certain book a certain movie or a certain uh, information source. Mm -hmm. It's always like when when you look at sorcière, sorcière. Um, it's not like one thing. It's it's right. it's a combination of. If you look at the D book, it's like <laughs> different religions, different myth, myths mixed together. It doesn't make any sense, but it makes sense to me. And uh, it's not like. Uh, the necrophysicon relates to the necronomicon, but it's it's also different in a, in a, in a, in a way. I don't want to relate to the book of death. As I, I I don't want that. It's not not really my thing. But um, I I gather information. I gather uh, inspiration not from. I, I'm not searching for information. It always comes on my way because that's my focus point of attention so i i only gather information that makes sense on the project that i'm working on it's like a very focused focused situation uh, when i'm creating it's nothing else matters you know uh, uh, I don't watch movies. Yeah, I, I can watch movie just to to put my mind at ease, for example. But my mind is always on when I wake up and and I start creating, yeah. and it's always focused on the subject that I'm interested in and that at that time. So, um, 
and that was a that was a really I, I was I was I was at that at that at that time I was focused on occult and occult uh, only means uh, hidden knowledge or hidden uh, 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 yeah basically hidden knowledge is translation in uh, Latin and I was I was really uh, interested in that and 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 how how do I how do I translate that and how you how do I use that in a creative way to make something beautiful and nice and inspirational and cool and uh, what would I like to see what would I enjoy um, and that's 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 basically always how I work and also regarding the new project the cuckoo comments hey is it's called it's um it's a uh, 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 ancient god of um creation um uh, and the bringer of rain and wind <laughs> okay and it totally relates to the 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 the, the muses that i have i call them always call them it's sure. not it's um uh, Warren Ellis is for for me is a really. I just watched a concert of Nick Cave, and I, I, I was only focused. When you go to a Nick Cave concert, you're always focused on uh, on Nick Cave because he's really present in his energy. But the other guy, Warren Ellis, I was focused on. Him. He he was at that time he he just touched me, and uh, I was like, this is really cool. What is he doing? And I just keep focusing on the subject it, it it almost becomes an obsession and with within that obsession you gather information you 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 look up information you look videos you look up interviews you you just want to get involved with the subject without he uh, knowing you so it's it's from a distance and uh, if you gather information you always form uh, I always form a, a certain uh, vision of someone. I create a vision of someone. It's not necessarily what he has to say or, or try to explain how his character works, works because that's impossible. I just focus on what 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 kind of. I just create his my own image of the person of the subject that I have, and from that. That that uh, information, I create a concept from that information. I I always have a clear vision in my head. I I, I don't touch a solder a solder a solder iron or uh, a touch a, a a blank sheet of paper to write on or to draw on. It's just existing in my head, and that evolves until the moment that okay, now it's ready. Mm. Now it's time to contact Warren Ellis. So yeah. with and then you also have a clear concept to explain because if I uh, um, involve the artist in my uh, in, in my starting process, they probably will hang up the phone because of the chaotic right uh, uh, process or they, try they, to they, influence it too much. Maybe yeah, no, no, maybe no. It's not 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 really possible to to influence me personally. It's, <laughs> it's, like no, it. it's, it's it's really it's it, 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 when I work with other musicians, they don't really know the technical aspect of of uh, how things work. Mm -hmm. They only can. Uh, 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 portray a, a a vision or a sound or a um, so they, no no they can't uh, they can't uh, invo uh, uh, change my mind. Gotcha. So at the at the end of the 
when when everything is clear in my head, I have a clear vision of how everything works, the concept, the story, the the visuals and the inside technical part that's that's what what it will do for them specifically then i contact the artist hey this is my idea uh uh i would like to work with you on that because yeah you have to put i have to portray you so you have to stand for my before my canvas and i have to paint you so if i uh, if you are interested i can we can work together with him sometimes it's a no sometimes it's a yes and in to be honest, in the beginning, it's very, very, um, uh, how do you say it? They are very careful because yeah. they don't know me. Yeah. And that's the weird thing of people that are, how do you say it, famous or have a um, public arena. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know them, but they don't, they don't know anyone. Only they're inside people. Yeah. And uh, that also generates a certain uh, hesitant way of approaching or reacting so uh what's this weird guy called uh dr no right what's the, what's the story because and sometimes people know you because it's all it's almost always the music world is a very small world so everybody knows each other uh so you can they know uh that you work with a friend of them or uh they've seen your work or they know your reputation or whatever so there's always a small um connection but then i have to explain them why why do you want to work with me i what and sometimes it's what yeah what's in it for me <laughs> and <laughs> sure. and that's 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 uh, that's uh yeah some 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 musicians are also approach their uh, artistship with a business so that's also a, a factor that 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 can be can be a disturbance on the project um, because that's not my intention it's not in my intention to create business it's my intention to create something beautiful and uh and um so yeah mm. that's 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 how i how i go so different different approaches uh sometimes i want to create myself sometimes i want to create with a with a inspiration source yeah. yeah now uh aside from the things that you are digging deep and bringing up from the well uh as mm. new um mm. i know that you just uh had a, a major re-release yeah that's true. Yes, the, the thing is, I, I I want to do everything myself. I uh, I want to do. I want to make and build everything myself. I don't want to outsource, outsource anything or farm out anything. I just want to do everything myself by my two hands with my own self. Yeah. And, and by the uh, way, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not um, uh, spent some time looking around at like uh, Doctor No's Instagram. Um, one thing that I, I really love that you do is show so much of your the actual creative process, especially when you were doing mm. the um, the Moon Canyon. I mean, yeah. everybody was following. That was like a Netflix series you were creating on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah, uh, yeah. Instagram. That's, it was fantastic. That's just, that's 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 really weird to hear because I never know what the reaction is to what I express regarding the process it's just i basically i use instagram as my own sketchbook 
Yeah. So how does this work out? What is the when I float above it? How does it look like? Where is this going? So yeah. the audience is basically a bonus, and and that people like it is I really appreciate. And uh, I had a feeling that that was something going on with the Moon Canyon because I literally posted everything every tiny change every tiny element i posted on instagram but it was basically because for me because it was really complex and i want to put everything together and have an oversight yeah and uh, but it generated more attention and i stopped doing that basically because it's it's also for me personally it's also uh how you say it it's almost like intimate process uh, yeah <laughs> If you know what I mean, and it's uh, it's for my myself, uh-huh. and uh, well, but the way that you re- did that was was different than what most a lot of people come on. And they say, "Hey, everybody!" There, there's this um, Instagram has created also a a odd familiarity factor, you know, uh-huh. where you get on and you talk yeah. as though, "Hey, everybody, uh, you're sitting here right with me, and I'm going to build this thing, and this is the little thing I did." And yeah. to a certain yeah. point, that can actually create a, um, a something that feels almost pedestrian or, or overly mm. casual about whatever your mm-hmm. efforts are. Mm. It's something to be mindful of. And I think one of the, the mm. neat things about when you were doing the Moon Cannon is that mm. it we were watching – the what process. you were show, what you were deciding to show us. It wasn't that well, we were sitting well, there with you. What was interesting, interesting uh, uh, about that for you personally, uh-huh. as a creative person? Is that a question? Yeah. Okay. Um, so for me, I found the interesting part that you were not necessarily showing. It, it wasn't like watching. As something being made or mm-hmm. decisions being made. The decisions had already happened, but we were mm-hmm. seeing glimpses of this thing coming together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're showing like the, all these little tiny moons and the molds and like, you mm-hmm. know, then, you know, you had mm-hmm. the, 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 you, you dip in and out of story and production, mm-hmm. story production. Mm-hmm. And it was just fascinating. And, like, yeah. I, it's like, whatever this is going to be, it's going to be mm-hmm. something big because you've clearly said this is worthy of good storytelling. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it basically creates a value. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I understand. I understand. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's weird because when you, when I'm really sensitive regarding to um, what's going on, it influences me. In the world, for example, and, and, and Instagram is the only place that I that, that regarding social media that I'm that I'm on and use. Yeah. So if you don't pay attention and you that's the reason why I don't follow anyone because you get these feeds and you're distracted all the time. Uh-huh. And if I want to know, hey, what's going on with guitar knobs? I just re- I just go to your page and just see what's going on yeah. because that's the moment that I feel interested in, in, in looking at your <laughs> page, and from there I can decide what, what to do. But if you get feeds all the time, and 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 especially if regarding the the parameters that Instagram uses, because you're interested in, in guitar pedals or musical instruments, right. you'll always get distracted. And I'm really 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 sensitive about distraction what i also developed regarding instagram is kind of a love-hate relationship because 
uh, it distracts me a lot. It, it generates expectations because Instagram is basically creating, uh, uh, now uh, forcing you to create the, mo- the best picture that you have. And that's not the reality. Right. It's always a difficult process. It's always bad decisions that you make, but you also post that because it's not perfect. It's, it, that's that's part of the process. It's really important to make mistakes all the time yeah. because then you come up with something good. And what I like to do is especially display the mistakes for myself so I can, okay, that's that's what I did wrong. I have to move on. I have to I have to move move to the next step. Right. And what 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 the environment of Instagram generates is 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 generating this world of perfection. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really distracts me from I, I, I it 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 it, uh, it influences me. So yeah. So what I stop doing is. Yeah, what I do isn't perfect, so maybe this isn't the right medium to put imperfection on or processes, which are sometimes really ugly. And um, but it's only in my world, and it's really interesting because you are the first one to tell me that it that that process was really exciting to watch. I don't, I I never get that kind of feedback. Ah. So, and I'm not sure if I want that feedback. I really appreciate that you, especially as a creative person, um, see it in this way, and and which is really understandable for me. So I'm always on the on the on the on the edge of: Am I going to to display this or because my 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 whole works work exists from things that are in my head, probably don't exist in reality. So I have to create them. Because I need them for a certain uh, project that I'm working on. For example, the horns from D-Book or the wings of the 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 uh, Roadrunner or certain mm-hmm. knobs that are in my head. It's not a, it's not like uh, uh, um, inspired by actual existing objects. It's 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 just a fantasy that I have to realize in physical matter. So I have to create that, and those processes are the main is are my main job yeah. that takes the, the most of the time and the technical part also but that's 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 a that's 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 really boring to show resistors and capacitors really boring but it's uh the 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 the, the, the story and the concept about uh the new project that i'm working on or a project that i'm working on is is really ugly uh to 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 display that's my it, vision of it yeah it's kind of weird though because you know i think i even brought this up um at, again at, at my um i was telling my team at, at work that i was going to mm. be uh talking with you again because mm. you know mm. I, we did a, a whole actual thing on the the pedals that you sent over last time um, yeah you told me and uh i was showing them because you know we're it's very easy if you are doing anything creative many times over mm. to start to maybe take shortcuts or not put as much mm. Uh, mm. intensity into some of the some of the decisions or to push yourself yeah. to find more detail in the thing that you're creating. And I yeah. showed them the the you were uh, flocking. I think it was like a a nut or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. said the devil's in the details. I was like, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. 
You, it's yeah, it not takes... you, you didn't you didn't say here's this big perfect beautiful thing. You're like this is no. the little thing, and it's just as important no. as the big thing. Yeah, it's there are so many small details. It, for example, uh, just flocking a knob can take half an hour. <laughs> It's it's weird, but it's really really important for me, and that's also um, that's also yeah. It's also it's it's almost like a, a bittersweet curse that I always I, I for my system it has to be perfect, otherwise I'm not satisfied and I can't sleep. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And uh, if I want to send out some of my creations to somebody who spends his hard earned dough on it. Uh, it has to be absolutely perfect otherwise i'm not satisfied and and probably the the customer or the musician that 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 purchased that that item doesn't recognize or doesn't even uh notes that 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 it isn't really perfect but it's that doesn't matter to me yeah and and uh i think the 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 most important thing of being successfully for yourself is to get the best out of you the best best possible and um that's what i'm always trying to do in every detail for example for for the 10 knobs that i flock for the holy guacamole five uh, are not good enough and and that i throw them away because and and, and i can easy easily use them because nobody noticed but i noticed that small thing yeah. that isn't perfect and that's the that's the thing i re- also really enjoy so it, that's that's why i say it's a bittersweet curse so yeah yeah i uh, that's that's uh good words to um to, uh, you know especially for our audience who are many of which who are, are creative in some way i mean look if you're if you're at all using any kind of gear you're using it to to and you're going you are being creative in some way so i really appreciate yeah. that sentiment yeah um, yeah i i would like i would yeah. really like to promote it as well i would like to to promote I, I i often get people who say hey did you see this pedal it's a copy of yours or somebody's trying to 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 copy that element or copy for, for example last last week somebody showed me a picture of the skull fuss who another guy in in u.s makes skull fusses i don't care what i do care is that he doesn't take the time to get something really creative from himself that he doesn't try that's really bothering me i don't care if somebody copies my stuff i don't care yeah but i really would like if he if you do something then try better man because you can get so much joy of your own creative process and not yeah that's 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 boring me more even than somebody copying some something i I agree i think that goes to music too you know yeah, exactly. And you can feel exactly. that once you start playing a couple of songs. It, it, like when you play something that you've created, you're like, this is different. This feels yeah. like like I actually really kind of birthed this thing. And I didn't just pick the low-hanging fruit and said, people will like this. Mm. It is exciting mm. every single time you hear it. It yeah. never gets. It never stops being exciting. Exactly. And you create what you like to see and what you like to hear. Right. You have to love what you create. It's not a narcissist, narcissistic thing. It's just you you have to love what you create, and and uh, that's really important. Yeah. 
you have to you have to you you have to uh, you want you have to want to use it and you want to you if you have to sorry my french yeah <laughs> yeah i'm working on french and english Bless at you. the same time learning <laughs> <laughs> so i'm so i'm often confused with with words now so sorry uh, yeah it's it's really important that what you make you enjoy yourself as well yeah i understand uh, as the as the first person and uh uh yeah so I really prom- – that's, that's also what I'm trying to do at the schools. Try to figure out what you like without the influences of other things or society or the uh, social desirable behavior regarding this is what you have to do with your life or this is how you have to behave and work. Just figure it out yourself. There's room for that. There's freedom for that. And the only thing is to find the right exit yeah. and the right motivation and the hopefully the right motivators to to light that fire and uh that's what i enjoy i love it i love it yeah um i know something that tony loves what's that tony loves riding in the el camino yeah me too all but right i don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah we're camino? gonna well they're called le camino in french actually it'd be called le rue le rue, le rue yeah. oui. the camino is the, is the oh. road so the road yes. le rue, yes. le rue. Oh, le rue. Wow. i really i really miss uh I really miss uh, my my car. I I had a, a really old uh, a Chevrolet uh, a G20. Ooh, yeah, it was it was really my favorite car. I really enjoyed riding that, but it was really impractical here because it's here in France it's all uh, Renault and yeah. uh, Peugeot, yeah. and if you bring an uh, American car to a garage, they are like closing the doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, if you uh, get it in the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. we're gonna do a little. Uh, Would you rather? Yes. All right. How about that, huh, Tony? Well, that's right, Todd. And I'll do my best in Jared's absence. But I appreciate that. I will do a wonderful. Would you rather? A wonderful. Yes, a very wonderful. It's very. He would say very wonderful. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. so excited. <laughs> this one is in honor of the 50th anniversary of the release of Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. So you're walking down the is, street. Is this based on our little thing that we did uh, on the? Uh, I think it was the last one uh, that we the, the outtakes. <laughs> no, okay, that was great. No, Welcome to the Machine yeah. was not from Dark Side yeah, of the Moon. I know, I know but uh, no, you didn't. I did. No, you did not. Oh, jeez. Anyhow, you're walking down the street. And you run into the Pink Floyd genie. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you didn't know there was such a I, thing. No, no. It's usually the pink elephant. But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> in a room. Yes. And he gives you two choices. He's a generous genie. Yes. He's from the band of Pink Floyd. Yes. He went to Oxford as well. <clears throat> Most likely. <laughs> so your first option is. He's going to provide you with, and you get to keep this. Okay. The Keeley Dark Side pedal, which captures we we have that many of here. David Gilmore's sounds. Yes. And a Fender Custom Shop David Gilmore Strat. Mm. You get to keep those forever. 
They're yours. Cool. Especially you, Todd. <laughs> or, now this is the big one. Yeah, give me to the or. And the or <laughs> is you get to spend one hour with David Gilmour, mm. and he shows you all the settings, but you have to provide all of the pedals, and that would be th- very expensive and difficult to find things like the Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face. Yes. The Univox Univibe. Yes. The Binson Echo Rec 2. Yes. Good luck with that. Yes. And the Maestro Rover Leslie Speaker. Okay. Now, you're going to spend some dough getting this stuff, but you get to spend an hour with Mr. Gilmore himself. <sighs> Is he a sir? Sir David Gilmore? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, we'll go. Yes. We'll call him <laughs> pretty sir. Sir, yeah, sir, pretty sir David Gilmore. <laughs> so, you get... A pretty nice, uh, you know, the pedal, the Keeley pedal. Oh my goodness, it's a great pedal. You, you, I, mean, I mean, that's that, it. That's, it, it does. That it, does. Everything. You got your yeah. You got your chorus modulation, delay, and echo, and distortion, and overdrive, and fuzz. You got it all. Yeah, and a custom shop Gilmore Strat. Yeah, or you spend an hour with David himself, hmm. but you got to spend the dough to get the gear. Yeah, oof, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one for sure. Uh, Tony will start off with John. Okay. And then we'll work our way around over uh, to uh, anti-clockwise. Yes. Okay, John. So uh, I am not a huge Pink fan, Pink Floyd fan. So okay. To me, the, why do you hate them so much? Well, uh, <laughs> Kurt Cobain because he likes them. Nirvana. Yeah. To, to me, <laughs> yeah. to me, the you and know the just experience a band, of uh, but, you know. <laughs> Yes. So, if you're through, (laughs) uh, the experience with Gilmore is probably not as attractive to me as it would be to other folks. So, uh, and I'm also not afraid of looking and sounding cool. So, I'm okay with a Stratocaster. Yeah. Okay. So I will choose the uh, the former, uh, the the dark side pedal and the custom shop Stratocaster for zero dollars. Okay. All right. All Take right. That. That's nice. Tony, you get to keep it forever, and I get to keep it forever. Yes. I, you know, as as much as I'd like, and, and the Keeley pedal is is a great pedal, and the custom shop Strat is a great Strat. I think having the opportunity to pick David Gilmore's brain for a little bit. Even if you got to go out and spend ten, fifteen thousand dollars worth of of gear, I, I guess in today's market, yeah, I would I would love to know where you're going to find all that gear. For well, the, the, the Echo Rack, especially. That's, the assumption that's, is that you will. Yes, you're right. Yes, the the genie has a tip for the secret yes. market. <laughs> it's called reverb. Yes. <laughs> so I think I think having that opportunity to spend an hour with Gilmore, I think, would be really cool, and just to you know. Even if he didn't show me all the settings, yeah, I think it would. You know, it. I think that'd be great. That's a chance in a lifetime opportunity. Doctor No, was there a genie involved, or did yes. I misunderstood? The yes, genie, uh, the genie is going to grant you the ability to get uh, yeah, all these yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. and would, and put you in contact with yeah. the the great one. Yes, yes, I would take the genie's cape and his purple hat. I guess. I'm not really a big fan of, of uh, Pink Floyd either. Fair I'm more play. of a cape guy. Yeah, uh, well, I guess. The, ca- the cape and yeah. the turban, you can't beat yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. I would love those. Yeah. I, I can. You talk. 
I get it. Um, I'm going to forego the strat, obviously, um, and uh, I'm going to I, – I want – I would just like to hang out with him for um, the time. I'm going to say, you know what, David, you've been talking about gear all your life. But I'll just leave the gear in the corner. That was my entry fee. <clears throat> let's go down and let's let's go hang out somewhere and just talk about life. I, I would love to hear the uh, wisdoms of someone like that he's seen over his lifetime. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So, okay. anyways, that's what I'm doing. You're bending the rules. I'm so I yeah, guess bending them, not breaking them, bending them. So I'm on John Island. Yeah, you're on John Island. Yeah, yes. it's, it's okay. I'm on Tony Island. So yeah. Oh no, no, you Todd's with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sharing my hour with you. Yeah. Well, you you greased the the wheels for me because you've already talked to ad nauseum to where he doesn't want to talk about gear anymore. <laughs> That's probably <Yes>. true. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we need to thank a few people. Oh yes, and then we're we gonna talk. let the good doctor go. Yes, the good doctor on ABC. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Todd, because at this point of the show, there's a special group of people we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering, what's this executive producer? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, an executive producer makes this show possible. It's true. How do I become one? Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar. If you like the show, you really shouldn't be thanking us. You should be thanking the people that are supporting our show. Yes, absolutely. We've got some great ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. Each level comes with some great thank you gifts. But there's one thing more as an executive producer. John Esterley. You get to have your name read on the thing. Your mm. name read on the thing, and that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers, Moon Guitars. Vader in Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garton, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, to my immediate left, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Barazin, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, Andrew DeHaan, James Bell, James Romer, and Cameron Pampas. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, but Todd, there's more yes. because we have a special group of executive producers, our grand poobas. Yes, I, I did want to mention John Halverson. We had a great time hanging out with him at uh, the, the NAMM show. At the NAMM show, yeah. Yeah. Well, I and you get, a, you get a fez, right? When you well, as a, a grand pooba, thank you for reminding me of that, doctor. Uh, wow. As a, a grand pooba, you get all the great stuff. There's a really nice prize package, and you get a fez to wear upon your head. Whoa. The fez is worth the price of admission alone. But yes. So special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wow Pickups, Hex Matos, yes. Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, 
John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. 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 David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Van Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, and Great Lake Guitar Pickups. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The great Rip Van Spitfire. Uh, Anyway, so we have... uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, to all those uh, who are helping us out. And if you are a f- first-time listener, if, if you're early into our episodes, um, we encourage uh, your support. <laughs> There's no other way to yeah, say that. Yeah. Um, Every bit helps. Because you're also you're supporting our show, but you're also giving a platform for the builders uh, and movers and shakers that you want to hear from, that you are supporting, that you are... Uh, purchasing their wares, etc. This is helping them. Um, it, it, at least I think it is. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, no, I think um, it is. So, Dr. No, where can people go to check out the things that you are making? It's on my website and uh, I'm not really active on Instagram anymore. I just post some things, but after our conversation today, maybe I try to put on some processes again and uh, yeah that's about it actually awesome well i know that it has worked because i got several people pinging me that they have just started receiving their holy guacamoles Ah, cool they they just went out yes yeah it was a was a was a really big (laughs) project right yeah and i believe that you're are you reworking the the flyer right now Reworking the flyer. What do you mean? Um, I, well, from the Roadrunner, you mean? Yeah, sorry, is that the Roadrunner? Roadrunner. Yeah. No, no. Basically, I, I, the, 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 the thing that's going on. I, I'm, I'm on my own, right? So, and I ever, I've gathered a collection of my own work. I think it's around thirty right now. So it's really difficult to, to keep up with everything, keeping everything in stock. So. Um, when I have time, I do some old things that I do because many people are still requesting them uh-huh. and I just put them out. And one of the most requested uh, pedals that uh, that I made was the Holy Wacamole, but I didn't feel like just doing the same thing again. And yeah. it's ten, 10 years uh, old now, so it's 10th anniversary. So I thought just do something special with, with it and just make a couple of them. Love it. That's that's what I did, and those went out. Uh, it's the best sounding wah that I've ever used. I can yeah, say that uh, without this, without question, and not because you're on the show. Legitimately, oh, uh, it, that's really that's really nice to hear. It was uh, it was uh, yeah, that was my goal. <laughs> so happy that, that that you like it. Yeah, I was I was thinking about just put a not not advertising with it, but I was thinking about just put an extra switch on it a secret switch that 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 also generates an extra first tone or something but Ooh. i didn't do that because yeah. yeah maybe i'll do it with it with another thing but maybe for the that, uh, for the 20th anniversary <laughs> 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 no now now i'm going to to stop making them because now it's now it's over yeah i want to do new stuff well yeah, it well. keeps it special too all right yeah exactly uh 
Tanisha. Yes. Where can people find your works? Go over to pickguardian.com. Check out some of the wares I have available. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do. And I will uh, make your dreams come true in the form of a pickguard. Yes, indeed. (laughs) John? So you can find me at www.rarebuzzer, that's rare buzz with an E-R, dot com, uh, at Rare Buzzer on all the social media platforms. And you can find me live and in person at Petals and Pints, Wednesday, May the 24th, Combustion yeah, Brew. Cool. Nice. Very cool. cool. Um, I'm going to start out with, uh, be on the lookout for the Valentino's releases on Spotify featuring, Who? Who? featuring the Colossus pedal. Um, <laughs> we use that uh, specifically on one release that I think hopefully we don't have legal trouble with, but if we do, that's kind of cool too. Ah. Um, why, why do you get legal trouble with that? Well, um, we, we covered, um, uh, a song from a very, 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 very big band, but I think we did it better. I'm just saying. Okay, B- cool. A big and powerful <laughs> band. A big rolling <laughs> band. <laughs> that okay. gathers no moss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yes. Now, now I'm curious. Uh, anyways, um, and the intro to it is like, it just sounds, it's it's the Colossus. It's just like a spotlight on it. It's really cool. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> and um, you can shoot me an email about Guitar Knob stuff. You can shoot me an email at Todd at theguitarnobs.com. Uh, you can also DM me on Instagram at Guitar Knobs. And also, please check out Flint Effects, um, where yeah. we have the Stomper available for your HX Stomp. Um, we just sent some out to Australia. It was really cool. We're sending uh, Johnny uh, is going to start having them in his shop oh, in Oakland. Oakland? Really yeah. excited about that. Um, yeah, it you know protect your like six hundred dollar plus pedal for Pete's sakes. Okay, do it. Mm-hmm. All right, Flint Effects, get the Stomper for your stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an honor and great fun to have the great Dr. No on our show. Thank you, Doctor. No, thank you. And everyone else, have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe! Yes. Thank you. All right. Could I have a water, please? Uh, yeah. Darf ich eine Trinke Wasser haben? I don't know haben? what's going on with the dear doctor. Darf ich eine Trinke Wasser haben? Oh, could I have one too if you're buying? Zwei bitte. <laughs> oh, f***ing hell. This, this French network goes by horse and carriage. Uh, it's, it's awful. Here, should I use this finger? At least I have some cheese and some wine, so hope I hope for the best. Dude, that grows on trees out there in France, doesn't it? Yes, I know. And on cows. Anyways, uh, all right, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and I'll talk to you in the near future, okay, buddy? Yes, I hope so. Hey, thank you. I love your show, man. Thanks so much. Bonsoir. Yes. Bye. See you later. Bonsoir. (laughs) (laughs) And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarknobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, Four on the Floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarknobs. Catch you next time.